Welcome back to the Barefoot Puncher. I'm your host, as always, The Mug. Your co-host is The Pope. And the stats man is with us again. We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2022 NRL and AFL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program, to The Pope. Thank you very much, Mug. All I'll say this week is where there's ups and loft, there's downs. Where there's yin, there's yang. Where there's black. There's what. If you have a good time, you've got to pay the price, and that's where we're at this evening. But um, similar to Tommy Turbo in the second half the other day, we'll push through the pain barrier and be a team player and do what's right for this podcast. We'll come back to that in a second, Pope. It's a big welcome to the program, to the stats man. Very good to be here, Mug. It's a tough intro to follow up that one from the Pope. Uh, very impressive. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave that one there. Well, Pope mentioned a game he wanted to talk about two minutes ago, and he said GC Para, and I think that has a bit of uh, meaning for you boys because you boys are up on the Gold Coast, and you're feeling very sick and sorry for yourselves uh, these uh, next couple of days. So there might have been a bit of Gold Coast Para for our for our uh, our two boys on on the podcast tonight. Um, but a big weekend up there, I believe, Pope. Yeah, it was mug. It was on the uh, larger side. Um, hopefully the listeners will forgive us tonight if, if we come up with some views that might not be what, what the viewers might have seen on the weekend because our, our viewing was slightly impaired for most yeah, of the weekend. Very I, I, I didn't think Pope's were allowed to get married, but here we are after the big bucks. <laughs> very good. Well, uh, well done, boys, and good to see your faces. You've fronted up to, uh, to face the music. Uh, and talking about facing the music, let's delve in and have a quick chat about some bad beats. So, first of all, Pope, did you see any in the NRL? Yeah, the one game I did see on the weekend, Mug, was Thursday night up on the Glitter Strip, Gold Coast v West Tigers. And for 79 minutes and 48 seconds, it was an abomination of football. But the last play of the game with West Tigers leading 6-2, a trial at 6-2, I might add, so no tries in the match to the last 12 seconds. And Titans put up a kick that shanks off the inside of the foot, hits the post, rebounds in goal. West Tigers pick it up and drop it, and Titans dive on the ball in the end goal for the last play again to come away with an 8-6 victory in, in maybe one of the ten top 10 worst games of all time. Oh, geez, I wasn't aware of that. Um, okay, that's a good one, Pope. Well, I tell you, there there is one, Pope. Um, it was your unders bet. Now, this was obviously fantastic news for us because uh, we were on top of that unders bet that you're quite keen on for Penrith and Rabbitohs. But there was a penalty with about 30 seconds or maybe a minute to go in that game. And I reckon Penrith are about 30, maybe 35 yards out, pretty much directly in front. I don't know who the guy was calling from the sideline, but he had the two fingers up and he was saying to Cleary, mate, that's a two-pointer. You need to have a shot. The little kid ran out with the little plastic thing. And Cleary just said, nah, I've been kicking like a mule all night. I'm not doing that. I'm going to keep playing. And they played on. No points. Unders. Cops. Unbelievable. Yeah, extraordinary. There's probably three players in the game who could just puff the chest and say, no, I'm going to do my own thing when the sidelines telling me to do one thing. And Nathan's one of those. And it panned out for us Friday night. So very lucky. And he didn't bring his kicking boots Friday night either. So we were fortunate in the lead up to that last play as well. Yeah, I mean, he, he does uh, he does kick the ball so well up in the air and 
those big inside outside torps and floaters and all that, but he uh, he wasn't kicking the field runs that well uh, on uh, what was it Friday Friday evening. We've got a few from the listeners here, stats man, fanatic Mac and Daz both both tweeted in the same thing. They were dark on Charlie Cameron, three goals uh, plus. I think that was paying around about 260. Oh, no, sorry, I beg your pardon. It was two goals, six. That's what's happened there. He's uh, he's had an absolute mare, Charlie. He's missed him from directly in front. He's hit the post from everywhere. And uh, the boys missed the chocolates there. Tom O'Neill, uh, who's a um, he's a very keen uh, cricket punter, and uh, and he's he was feeling pretty good going into that World Cup final. He was feeling even better probably into the semifinal. But then comes along Elisa Healy, just completely blows up all his futures bets. The $26 tawny run scorer, the $6 most Australian runs just goes completely out the window. And I reckon that's cost Big Tommy a couple of gorillas there, maybe more. So uh, feel your pain there a little bit, uh, Tommy. Um, and I, I think that was about it for the bad beats. There was... I mean, a number of the AFL ones, you could have chosen a few. I think the worst out of all of those comebacks, though, was probably the Pies line. That game ended up going off at around about 11 and a half. And, um, and what, six, seven goals to zip, uh, Statsman, in the last quarter uh, to just uh, come over the top and, and cover that one off. So if you're a Pies line better there, you'd be feeling very, very ill uh, in that last few minutes. No doubt about that. Yes, right. There, there was um, there was one for, for me, uh, Mark, which was Port Port versus Adelaide, the showdown. Um, I actually used the Port head to head to get a couple of multis through, thinking that um, I did like the minus. I thought the head to head would be a bit safer, uh, and, and the other legs unfortunately went on to get up too. So uh, wasn't wasn't a great result at the time. I didn't care too much. Uh, it was Saturday night. We were a fair way on the way, but um, yeah, ended up being a bit costly that one. Yeah, that was uh, there would have. I think there would have been a few people in that same boat that got a multi uh, blown up there. Uh, unfortunately, it looked um, like it was going to miss too, and it just swing back late after the yeah, sign. Real, real in swinger. Um, uh, and guys, just another one. I mean, we we're uh, supported here by Top Sport. Um, they do a great job. Fantastic bookie. If you haven't uh, gone and checked them out or signed up, go and do so. A great Australian bookie. Uh, they will take your bet. They'll take you on. Tristan and the guys will be waiting there to uh, to uh, to load you up. Um, so go and check them out, www.topsport.com.au. And, of, of course, always download the app. But I uh, just wanted to highlight something. And um, if you're thinking about having some um, uh, prop sports um, or having some prop bets on the weekend, um, yeah, make sure you go and check Toppy out before you, uh, yeah, you're putting those bets on. Um, all right, guys, we better just uh, have a bit of uh, betting review and just go back and, and look backwards and see how we got on. Um, Pope, how did you get on? Mixed, mixed uh, weekend for me. Yeah, so I think two and two's probably the balance sheet as it stands. We got West Tigers at the plus Thursday night. That covered quite easily in the end. We lost out on Newcastle. They were probably nowhere near it, really. I don't knew against Cronulla Flatter them. We are on the plus there. Unders, very fortunate as we touched on, and Bulldogs got annihilated at Amy Park. So that was a mare on my part. And, mate, you, you, you're selling yourself short there. You had the Storm Dogs over. So you were a uh, you were a 3-2 uh, for the weekend I had you down for there, Pope. I appreciate it, Mark. Can we stay face a little bit? 
No worries. <laughs> uh, Modler, I don't think he fared so well on the weekend. The Modler, the two that he liked, uh, if I recall correctly, was the Rabbits and the Broncos, and uh, and they both uh, they both missed unfortunately. So uh, tough one for the Modler. He's uh, he's usually pretty red hot, but he had a wasn't his best one. Um, for you, stats man, uh, do you recall your bets? Yeah, I think we're off to a. a- Shaky start when the under and the showdown got uh, blown away, and the Pope was very ha- happy to let me know about that one. <laughs> um, but but we went on to I think Briz minus covered easily, yep. GWS minus uh, covered pretty easily. Carlson was the other one I think the, the major one, and it probably depends if you took the minus, that's a bad beat. If you yep. took the head to head, it's probably the opposite. It's a pretty lucky uh, one to get up because Hawks looked all over him in that last quarter. And um, and I had a few lanes, but I think the only bet that I was I was really putting up was GWS, which of course that was the consensus bet um, that uh, myself and Statsman were uh, into. So maybe not enough action from the mug. I better I better fire up and, and get it get a bit more get a bit more action going. Um, hey guys, just wanted to say too, uh, the website is up. Uh, so go to the website www.barefootpunter.com.au and uh, you can actually go on there and you can subscribe um, to the newsletter. So just be sending out a little bit of a show summary and um, and if anything changes um, sort of on a Thursday afternoon, we'll whack that in there as well. But just another way, another way to stay in touch. Also on the website too is a link to our collection tin. So I said at the start of the year, uh, we'd be running a collection tin. So um, if you like what we're doing, if you like some of our work, if you've had a win on the punt, you can feel free to just chuck a couple of dollars in there. And every dollar that goes in there will be uh, matched by Top Sport um, for Pass It On Clothing. So um, it goes to a good cause. We've got a um, cats to feed, Pope. Uh, so uh, it goes to a good cause here and it'll also go to a good cause uh, for charity um, as well. And I just wanted to highlight uh, that we've got, got a uh, got one today. Uh, again, our good friend Richard Drummond uh, just just dropped, just rattled the cage, rattled the tin a little bit, and uh, and put some in there to uh, to kick us off. So, mate, thank you for that contribution. Very much uh, appreciated. Boys, are we ready to talk some footy? Absolutely, that's what we're yeah. here for. All right, well let's uh, let's get us away uh, here, stats man. Um, we're going to gloss over uh, the first game, Port Adelaide Demons. Neither of us have any real um, feeling in that one, I don't think. But the second game, I'm, or the first game I want to talk about, it, the second game of the round, is Geelong hosting Brisbane Lions down at the Cattery. $1.78 here, the Cats. Two hundred five Brisbane, minus three and a half the line. Prices, of course, coming to you from Top Sport. Um, Statsman... I just don't have these two teams uh, that far apart on my ratings. And this is one of the more significant home ground advantages in the comp. And I actually think in the past, I haven't actually even rated this home ground advantage heavily enough to the point where I always end up favouring the away team, but just know that it's going to get beat anyway. So I never bet it because I've just learnt my lesson so many times betting against the Cats. But in this example, um, you know, it's got to be up around that 10, 12, maybe even more home ground advantage. And I don't have them that far apart. And that line is saying three and a half. And um, yeah, I think, I think we've got to have, a, I think we've got to have a little bit more here. So uh, I've got that line bigger. 
And um, therefore, at the three and a half, and and probably the head to head, um, I um, I'm happy to put up a bet there. So I'll be betting the Cats in this game at home against the Brisbane Lions. I um I don't disagree with a lot of that analysis. Probably the one difference for me is I've got Brisbane and, and Geelong a bit apart now. I think there yeah. might be a seven or eight point gap, but I agree with your home ground advantage. It's it's definitely sort of double digits, and I've got it marked as Geelong five point favourites. So if anything, I do have a slight lean. It, it wasn't enough for me to to make it a bet. I think if I was betting, I'd be the head to head, um, the minus. I just I do. It feels like a close game to me. If if um yeah if if, if it goes Geelong's way, it's it is hard. Like Brisbane are playing some pretty good footy, but um, yeah, I do somewhat agree in, in, in that direction. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next one uh, that we'll just go down to here, uh, Statsman, and it's on uh, Saturday afternoon, and it's Collingwood hosting West Coast Eagles, $1.23 here, the Pies, um, $4.20 the Eagles, and we've got that line now. It's just trimmed up a little bit into the 24 and a half. I was sitting out at, at 26 was the early marker. What are you seeing here, Statsman? Really, really interesting game, uh, this one. I, I sort of liked Freo last week, which, um, you know, got, like I, I didn't actually pull the trigger because there are a lot of unknowns, but that was probably my lean. And I've, I've flipped now, like I'm, I'm liking West Coast. You know, they've got Shuey, Duggan, Rioli, Barris and Williams all coming back in to go out for the Pies. I think the other big factor here is it's at Marvel. The Pies, um, definitely a better MCG team. Marvel, West Coast have traditionally not gone too badly there. Um, and I've actually got it marked, I think, seven points. Now, that's with expected wow. teams. I'm not, yep. I'm not confident in that line this early. Yep. But based on what I'm expecting, that's where I've got it marked. So that's as big yeah. as gap as, as you'll pretty much ever see. So I do like it. I've backed the head-to-head, which I think is, um, is, is probably a, a pretty good angle. The minus, you know, if something happens like has happened the last couple of weeks and they lose half their team, uh, you've got to invest more. So, sorry, the plus, but the head-to-head is a, a lower investment at a bigger price. But I'll be backing both of those if teams go as expected. And um, just in terms of strategy for the listeners, their stats, man, is that something, uh, that line now, would you have a piece of that now or, or you're just having head-to-head now and wait for teams to go line later? Or what, how do you go about that? Yeah, the latter was was pretty accurate. I did have uh, the line in a couple of multis, but I won't be going hard at the line uh, until there's a bit more certainty. Um, but if the teams are, you know, those players that I named come in for for the lower ranked players, and that's it, uh, I think I'll be pulling the trigger. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there's a uh, there's a good uh, there's a good one uh, for the listeners straight away. Um, Statsman, uh, we're going to flip straight over to Sunday and talk some Sunday footy because that's where our interest is. Um, Essendon taking on Crows at uh, at Marvel. I know just off air you were mentioning that Tex might be coming back and uh, I think Rory Laird uh, might be a chance to come back uh, as well, um, which is maybe why that's just trimmed up a little bit from the 16 into the 14. Um, but we've got $1.44 here, the Bombers, $2.75, the Crows. Um I don't mind the bombers here. I, I and maybe maybe I'm overrating the bombers because I I liked them uh, two uh, two weeks ago and um, and a lot against Brisbane and I, and I had a lean to them again uh, last week and they've lost both of those lines just um, uh, so I, I could be overrating that. So I guess uh, that's just a a, a bit of a uh, warning uh, to the to the listeners, but. Essendon versus the Crows at Marvel Stadium. I just think the Crows just get such 
a high uh, from that game uh, last week. They probably get out and have a few frothies, uh, really enjoy that moment. And that's a big emotional build up to a showdown. And now they're on the road to Melbourne, to Marvel Stadium, uh, to, the, to the steel cage. And Essendon are absolute backs to the wall. And I actually still have Essendon uh, rated okay. Um, you know, I, I haven't dropped them a lot of rating over the last couple of weeks because they've pretty much performed to expectation. Um, I'm still not sure how great the Crows were. They weren't great when they came out and, and faced the Pies. So that line, I think, in that game was about 19 and a half. Um, few players, but, but you know, I've, I've probably got Essendon rated higher than higher than the pies. So I, I just sort of think that that's a, that's a bet. So 14 and a half. Uh, I don't mind that. I'm going to have a, a small go on that one stats, man. Yeah. I've, I've got similar to the Geelong game. I've got a small lean Essendon. I'm, I'm probably umming and ahhing at this stage. I don't make them a bet, but um, you know, I, that's not to say that I won't. Um, I definitely, it's, it's similar to what we're talking about with the Melbourne Essendon game last week. I said I wouldn't be back in Melbourne. I'm definitely not back in Adelaide. Uh, yeah. Whether it gets to a point of pulling the trigger on Essendon, um, they're, they're hard to trust. Like yeah. the last two games, they've been so so good in such good positions and they and they drop off. So, um, But yeah, against a weaker opposition, that's the kind of game where they could blow them out of the park. Yeah, for sure. Um, the next one you want to talk about uh, is my Hawks uh, taking on the Saints. Uh, this is the 3.20 time slot at the MCG. Get along there, Hawkers. Support your team. And what does the stats man say about this? You know, there, there comes a time where you, you sort of have to sit back and, and admit that you might have got something wrong. And I think that's been that's been where I've been with um, with the Hawks. Uh, probably in the hour, I said, if they go well against the Blues, which I think they did, um, they started poorly, but they were very impressive late. I said I'd re-rate them pretty heavily because if you look at their last nine games that they've played, they've only lost two. They've drawn two as well. But they've had wins against Brisbane, Bulldogs, Smashport, Nearly bet Carlton have been very impressive. They drew with Melbourne uh, and they drew with Richmond where they should have won. I think they conceded five goals in four minutes to, to throw that one away. Um, so that's a really impressive form line. And probably if you had the latter, if that was nine games in the same season, mm. I don't think we'd have them rated as low as probably yeah. a, lot of, a lot of people do. Uh, Jack Higgins is a pretty big out on recent form for the Saints. So at the G, I, yeah, I just have, um, I think I've got the Hawks slight favourites there and uh, the plus, I think it's plus two and a half or thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, I make that a bit. Yeah, two and a half, um, 2.05, the Hawks head to head, seventy-seven the Saints and two and a half the line. And uh, stats, man, I'm, I'm actually the same. I, I When I opened up the prices on Sunday night and uh, and had a look, um, I thought it was very odd that a Hawthorne team against the St Kilda team uh, was an underdog at the MCG, given the, the recent form lines. And, um, yeah, I think you have to have a bet um, on the Hawks there. So I had a bet on Sunday, and that, that price hasn't changed one iota. Uh, so you can, uh, you can probably get stuck in on that one. So I think we're singing from the same uh, hymn sheet on that one. Um, and not to undersell the Saints, the Saints have been doing some good things. All of their main metrics uh, are pretty solid, um, but I don't know about the, uh, the maybe you could say that about the Hawks, the calibre that we've played, but um, I don't know if they've played the same uh, the same calibre. But um, anyway, we'll find out. And the last game that we want to talk about um, here, Statsman, is the last one of the round, and it's Gold Coast. You've got to be a real devotee uh, to be uh, into this uh, sick stuff on a Sunday afternoon uh, up at Gold Coast. 
250 Gold Coast, the Carlton side are $1.53 and the line sitting at 10 and a, 10 and a half. And this has been our top sport market mover of the week because this one opened up around about 16 and a half, I'm going to say. Um, and uh, and it's it's trimmed right up nearly every day. It's just moving one or, one or two points. So, um, Statsman, what do you see? I wish you hadn't told me that, Mug. Um, I like the, the plus 10 and a half cold case. Um, I'm a bit shattered. I could have got 16 out there, but I it, it's a tough one. Carlton have been very impressive. They're obviously near the top of the ladder. Um, Gold Coast, as we've sort of touched on, they're, they're strong at home and particularly early in the year, and they're a better side than they used to be. I think Isaac Rankin um, is either back. I don't think he played on the weekend, but if... It's test. Yeah, I, th- I think he's likely to be back. Um, and, and he was really good for them in, I think it was round one or two. Carlton, like late against the Hawks, they, they looked out on their feet. I thought they looked really cooked. Um, obviously, that it's a new game. Things change, but it might be a bit hotter up there. Uh, and I just do, I do have some slight concerns around their fitness against the Dogs as well. They, they really dropped off late. Round one was a bit different, but we've seen Richmond drop off against the Saints as well. So that could be a, a, a bit of a um, false sign. McGovern's out for the Blues. Uh, he didn't play last week, but he's been really good for him down back, intercepting yep. a lot. Um, and then, yeah, I think Oscar McDonald might be back. Not that important, but um, yeah, a, a bit missing from the back line. I just think on ratings, I've got it a lot closer. I think I had it two and a half or, or three and a half or something like that. So I, I make it a bet. I'm probably lacking a little bit of confidence in it. Like I could see Carlson blowing him away, but I do have it as a bet. Yeah, and sorry, mate. Fourteen at open, fourteen and a half it opened up. So, um, so don't get too uh, upset. Um, even though you probably are still upset about that. <laughs> as, as long um, as they don't fall between ten and fourteen, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, mate. Well, that's a great one. Uh, great one for the listeners there, and uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of the models um, are agreeing with you and, and really favour uh, Gold Coast here. So. If you are thinking the same way as the stats man, might not be such a bad idea to shop early on that one because uh, we could see a bit of line movement um, that will uh, drive that down. So uh, get stuck into that one. Um, Pope, I don't know if you managed to just flick your eyes over the modelers set uh, for the AFL. Was there anything um, that um, that you saw that was either matching up or, or jumping out from his perspective? Last game that you, the two you learned gentlemen touched on, it was one he has Carlton dollar eighty favourites in that one, so he really likes the plus Suns as well in that match. And the other, the other major standout here is it's probably probably not quite the standout I, I initially thought, but he has St Kilda a little bit bigger than against Hawthorne than than what the market does. He's got a pretty close to pick there. I think um, I think post post team adjustments as well. He he also lined up with a big view on uh, West Coast okay. against the Pies. Yeah, should yep. teams go as expected? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Good stuff, uh, stats man. Well, I might get you to do the same uh, for the NRL stats man. If you can just be ready to jump in and uh, talk the modelers uh, set over the top of uh, what our good man the Pope has got to talk about. And uh, and Pope, I think you wanted to kick off proceedings this week with Newcastle versus Manly. Yeah, we go to McDonald Jones Stadium on Thursday night and lost some marquee value this one, Mug, with Turbo out for four weeks. So, manliless Turbo, we've discussed that yeah. many times on the podcast and the, what that looks like. And so, you, you lose some star power, but it makes it a pretty interesting betting prospect as well. So, the market prior to Turbo being out was minus five and a half in Manly's direction. Now, 
that's plus one and a half. So it's moved seven points. Is that enough, Pope? Well, it's less than last year, certainly, yeah. how much turbo moved the market. But he's probably not going as well as what he did last year as well. So it probably needed some correction, but it might have not corrected enough here. I think seven points might be on the skinny side for turbo. So any betting here for us, Pope? The, the angle I don't like, it, it's a bit of a stay away. It's, it's one of those games that there's probably two standout players on the field and Kalen Ponga and Dahlia Cherry Evans. And, it, and it's probably one of those matches that whoever has the best of that duel or, or the, is the better player will go a long way for the team winning the, winning the game. But I do like the over 34.5 points here. They're, it is bucking down in New South Wales this weekend. So that's, oh, what a surprise. Yeah, and something unusual for that state. Um, but there's plenty... Rugby league's not quite the same as AFL when it comes to wet game, I don't think. You can, this points can still be scored because field position plays such a massive part in a slippery ball. And the other factor here is PBLs coming out during the week and indicate that he's a little bit unhappy with uh, the amount of wrestle that's snuck back into the game, Monk. So and clearly not fond of a contest and he wants more six against ruled. And obviously that's counted with wet weather, but I still think I still think on Thursday night I'll be on the overs there. It feels like a better than 50% prospect, but it's probably a little bit of buy beware till you get updated forecast closer to Thursday night. And, and Pope, you know, normally I would reserve this for the end of our discussion, but uh, my ears just pricked up when you, you mentioned PVL and, and wielding uh, a bit of uh, his power to influence things. Can we sense a bit of a totals over multi here? It's not quite the confidence of magic round, no, because there is weather in a lot of venues okay. in a lot of matches this week, but I'd probably say yes. I'd, I'd probably be on it. It might go up in smoke, so to speak, in the first week, but oh, sorry, in the first game. But I, I do think it's worth a little invest, and you can also probably have a look at how that first Thursday night game is officiated to get a view on, on what the rest of the weekend might look like. So wow, you probably wait. get in early Thursday night before those totals go north if there is a crackdown that's been muted. Okay. All right. Well, uh, the listeners will just need to do their own handiwork there around maybe even venues and with night game or day game or when's rain hitting or, or whatever. But sounds like there is a bit of a play in there somewhere around that total overs. Uh, we know what happens when PVL says jump. A lot of people say how high. So uh, that is very interesting, Pope. Glad to hear that. Um, uh, was there anything there for the modeler um, statue? Yeah. The modeler with a with a small lean of the knights has them a dollar sixty eight and top of your dollar eighty, so lining up a bit with the Pope there. Yep. Okay. Um, South Dragons uh, here here Pope. So this is a uh, traditional clash. Uh, this one. Uh, talk to us. Yeah, South have had a rough month. Mark, they lost to Brisbane in round one, which is a game they regret. Then they've gone on to face the big three in Storm, Roosters, Penrith, and that's where the angle came from here. I, I think they probably want to. Um, unleash their shoulders a little bit here if they get the opportunity and, and I probably would look down an alternate line here. The, I make the line bigger for stars, but I'd, I'd probably look for value. This has got the feel of a game that um, if they get away from them, they might go really on with it. So I'd look at something around the minus 19 and a half and Ooh, sort of back them to put the foot down. They, they haven't been that bad despite being one and three and as I say, they've played three big teams. I think they'd want an easy kill. If they start well, I can see them really going on with this. 
And just to update the listeners there too, so dollar thirty-two the south, um, nine and a half is the line, and St George here for top sport three thirty-five, and the Pope's uh, saying put the foot down um, on nine and a half. Pope, we have something there, and then something again at, at the nineteen, or you'll just bet solely at the nineteen. No, I'll, I'll have a little bit nine and a half, primarily yep. because I think that goes closer to twelve as the week goes on. Yep, and. Acor Stadium. It looks like one of the drive venues this week too, which would tie into that angle of South uh, throwing the ball around a little bit. So, yeah, like as I say, it's probably the first 15 minutes might dictate how well this bet goes, but but I think there's upside with it. Right, I like it. Okay, very good, Pope. There's a great one uh, for the listeners there. I'll come back to you in a sec, Statsman, and just see if we're lining up on that one. Um, Gold Coast para, and that's not a storyline to the Pope's weekend, um, but uh, that is a game that's occurring this weekend. Um, Pope, we've got uh, these two here. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans at home, uh, $3, a seven and a half, and, uh, and Parramatta, $1.39, and of course, seven and a half back the other way, $1.90 is that price. What have we got? This is by saying I didn't watch Parramatta play on the weekend, but they annihilated St. George of the World. I do watch, I did watch Titans play, and they're a confounding team. They've had four results, all with a two point margin. So I'm not too sure if they're good or if they're not. I lean towards the not, and I can make this considerably bigger. I, I like Parramatta in this competition, at least as a regular season threat. And I've, I've got this above 10. So I think, again, the minus here and despite being away from home, I'd probably, again, try and find a little bit of additional value at the alternate. So I don't think CBUS has their home ground advantage. It might be getting factored in here. Yeah, okay, mate. Absolutely uh, love that one. So there's another great tip up for the listeners. And I know a lot of our, uh, our listeners, they just love it when you talk minuses, Pope. So uh, there'll be a, a few people uh, getting stuck into those. Um, Statsman, our um, last two games that we've just talked to there, any any action for the modeler? Uh, the modeler, small view for the South, very quite small, but, but it has lights up a bit there. Actually leans a little bit to the Titans. Um, again, a, a small view, but does lean a little bit that way. Okay, so we're... we're uh, do you think he would be betting on Souths on uh, on that one, or, or probably not enough? Um, uh, may, maybe just probably small, small bet. Oh, okay, because uh, you know we do like to say that they've lined up, uh, but maybe they have the the model is not disagreeing, but uh, but maybe it's not quite a, a lineup as we would like to uh, to say, and not lining up on the uh, on the on the para game. But our man, the Pope, he uh, he likes Parramatta. Um, and then the last one, Pope, uh, for you, mate, is um, Dogs taking on Penrith. Yeah, we've gone back in time in this game, month to 2021. We've got a $2.10 favourites on Sunday and seven and a half line in both games. I can't get Canterbury this big outsider, this one. I I think there's a mulligan to some degree, their performance against Melbourne last week. When, when Melbourne put the bit between their teeth at home, they can really run away with games, so I wouldn't pay too much credence to that 44-0 drubbing. The prior three weeks are really competitive, and I think you'll see more of that version again this week. And, and Penrith aren't quite the same team when they leave the foot of the mountains either and play away. So despite Cleary being backward, I think the 7.5 is a bit big. Weather around as well. I can only be on the dogs here for the second week running. Well, mate, we've, we've actually got seven fifty uh, on the head-to-head, $1.09, uh, the Panthers, and it's it's 19. It's a little bit juiced, but um, but you can get 19 and a half at $1.95 on the dogs. So 
So even in the last uh, few hours, there must have been some money coming. Um, so hopefully there's not any news there we don't know about, but um, a couple of points move uh, in the last couple of hours there, and it's on the uh, on the good side for, for the plus betters. So um, 19 and a half for $1.95, Pope. You, you having some of that? Yeah, I am. It's preferable saying that if there's a player out there, obviously that might change something that I'm unaware of. But touching on it last week, they conceded six tries in their first three weeks. So... There's a defensive structure that can hold up, and, and it looks a really big line here. Obviously, you're playing the defending Premier, the 4-0, and the best player in the comps back, but I still think 19.5 is too big in this one. Yep, okay, great. And uh, Modler there, Statsman? Yeah, you, you asked for it, Mug, and you got it. The consensus bet. Um, Modler, also a big fan of the Bulldogs in this one. Um, Fantastic. So they've lined up. All right, that's, uh, that's great. Um, all right, Pope, well, uh, anything else, mate? No, that's it. The, obviously, the, the unique aspect this week, Mug, apart from my voice, is the watch the titles and, and just see if we see a slightly different officiating in round five than what we've seen in the first four weeks. Yeah, fantastic. And I know, Statsman, before we finish up, you had a little futures uh, number that you wanted to talk to? Yeah, a little one. It's, uh, it's, it's not a huge view, but I saw on Betfair where you can get some pretty juicy prices on the outrights that um, Essendon earlier today, you get $30 plus for lease wins. Now, I don't think they finish last, but they're, they're currently zipping three. Uh, North have a win, so there's already a bit, obviously, North are the worst team in the comp, and I'm not arguing that. I think I've got North at $2 for lease wins, so heavy favourites, but... Uh, Essendon I marked at around uh, $13. So getting 30 for that uh, was a bet for me. Just a sort of speculative future. Probably loses, but a bit of value. You don't have to have uh, too many shells on a $30 shot to uh, to, to have a, a nice little interest there. So uh, very good stats, man. Well, boys, um, fair to say the lads are probably a bit down in the mouth uh, today after a big weekend on the Goldie, but um, but they've still come with the thunder. They've bought the stats. They've bought the uh, experience. They've bought the know-how. They've put down the bets. Stats, man, can you round us out? Uh, I think so. <laughs> um, please gamble responsibly, but most importantly, gamble to win. <laughs>